0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Talk To Us Nice. You're listening to your girls, Mika and Kelsey. And I don't know about you, but the 21st came and my powers were being a bad bitch. And I'm just like, I'm that every day. So I didn't really see any effect. But how was yours? How, how are your powers excelling right now?
1: Thank you so much for asking. Um, yeah, I woke up really... No different. Still the powerful bitch that I am. And let me tell you, though, Black Twitter was sending me places I never thought I could reach. Like, I was fully cackling. I couldn't do anything else. Sunday, I was on Twitter all day. <laughs> Truthfully.
0: The crack me the fuck up. Like, the one that they had about me trying to warn all the people on the Titanic that it's going to sink, and then someone called me the N-word,
1: <laughs> so they just walk along. I... It was sending me. I'm like, Twitter, you have no business being this funny.
0: I love it. I love that it's free. I love that it's for us. And I'm all about it.
1: What would you want your power to be, though?
0: Um, I've always wanted to be a shapeshifter. Mystique is one of my favorite mutants. So yeah, I definitely want to shapeshift. I think that's so fucking cool. I was just thought she was so badass.
1: Why they made her naked in the movies, we'll never understand. But
0: Well, I guess it just came from because she can morph clothes as well. Oh. So like, being naked is just like her natural form, but she could she could put on whatever she wanted.
1: Now, would you use these powers for good or evil? Because that was also the big debate on Twitter.
0: I mean, maybe I'd go back to the time right before Black Wall Street and shapeshift into a white man in front of black people and let them know, like, don't worry, I'm going to sign off on all this land. And they're going to think a white man owns it. But it's really me. Yeah. Just see everybody.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, so I'm bored for that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And then, then I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. All the work that I've wanted done. (laughs) (laughs) My waist would always be snatched because I would just give myself a snatch.
1: (laughs) I would just want to be able to teleport. That's always been my thing. I'm not trying to be here. If I could be anywhere else. Why not?
0: That's always been number two for me. It's also because I'm just extremely lazy. Deep rooted. Maybe if I could have both, because then obviously I'm not going to get any exercise if I have teleportation. So I would need to shapeshift my waist because I would gain a bunch of fucking weight. (laughs) It all circles back to that. I just need a snatched waist.
1: (laughs) Oh, all Did you see Rihanna's coming out with a cookbook now? She's giving us everything, but the one thing we want.
0: I did not even see that. Wait, what's happening?
1: She is coming out with a cookbook.
0: I'm down for it because I'm down for anything Rihanna does. So it's fine. I know.
1: I'm like, yes.
0: I don't know what's going to be in it, but I'm sure I'll make it and say it's good, even if it tastes (laughs) disgusting.
1: (laughs) I trust Rihanna to really put her entire life and body into this cookbook.
0: Oh, 100%. I'm just saying if it
1: does taste like crap, I'm going to be like,
0: "Mm, that slaps with my eyes tearing up. (laughs)
1: I will never go against our queen.
0: Ever. Speaking of Rihanna, did you see that Eminem wrote her an apology in one of his lyrics?
1: I did.
0: Yeah. So Zeus, one of the singles off of his, like, what, 11th studio album?
1: Yeah, I'm not What listening. is it called?
0: I don't, yeah, I haven't listened to Eminem in so long.
1: I haven't listened to Eminem since I was probably in, like, fifth grade when he was hanging out with D12.
0: Oh, that's a bit deep. You haven't listened to Eminem since D12? <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she said d12 oh
1: man okay i think i had another stint in like 10th grade when he did love the way you lie with rihanna when a tornado meets a volcano you know how it goes
0: i can't stand you Anyway, in his new album that's called Music to be Murdered By, I don't know, question marks, (laughs) question marks all over. He apologized because in like 2019, one of his previous lyrics were saying that he basically sided with Chris Brown in the situation with the felony assault so, yeah, he's apologized to her and said, but me, long as I re-promise to be honest and wholeheartedly apologize to Rihanna for that song that leaked, I'm sorry, Re. It wasn't meant to cause you grief. Regardless, it was wrong of me.
1: I mean, OK, but. Thank you for
0: the apology, but you sided with the man who beat me. I just don't.
1: Mm. I was probably not even paying
0: him any mind, so it's fine.
1: No, she's working on her cookbook once again.
0: Extraordinary. I'm actually really happy about that. I actually couldn't care less. I don't know why I just lied about that. Let me be truthful. Because I doubt I'm going to make it. Well, actually I should. Because I have to start cooking from home again more. Because there was a time where I was just like really cooking from home. I'm not talking about like this quarantine bullshit. Like steady cooking from home. I didn't order Chinese food for like three months. So I had bought like Chrissy Teigen's cookbook. I bought all these other cookbooks. I was like in it. And now I'm just like, where are they even in my apartment? You know what I mean? (laughs) So I fear that might be the same thing that happens to Rihanna's. It's just going to be dust.
1: Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't know if I'll necessarily buy it, but I'm excited for her to do this. I'm Um, I'm not
0: excited about the mob that's going to show up outside her house because once again, there's no album, but now there's a random cookbook.
1: (laughs) She's not giving. Once again, she's not doing another album because she simply really does not have to.
0: It's just like, it was a bold faced lie. You know what I mean? Like her saying that she's going to put out an album before 2020 and everybody was waiting on December 31st to see if she was actually going to come out with an album. And then now all of 2020 has passed. Where has she been in a house if she's doing the quarantine right? And she still didn't give us any music. She really said, let them eat cake. She does not care. (laughs) But, you know, other things that we love.
1: (laughs) Go off, girl.
0: Zac Efron made another appearance to the world. You know, he's been hiding in Australia. I don't know why, but whatever, forever. Actually, I do think Australia is beautiful, but I also think it'll take me 23 hours to get there, so there would definitely have to be a stop in between. But now he has a mullet. And this is how I know our phones listen to us. So I went on, you know, my new fave app, TikTok, and there was a video of this white man, blonde hair, he has a mullet. And he said, if you're a Black woman, please stop. I need you to watch this video. If you're not Black, you can keep scrolling. I don't really care. I just have a question for Black women. And he's like, do Black women love a mullet? Because, you know, I love my mullet. I've been rocking it forever. I was walking down the street and this Black girl said, hey, because I had this mullet. And something told me in my head to go turn around and talk to her about chicken down. Because I'm just like, does she like the mullet? Does she not like the mullet? And then I was just like, I'm not a mullet girl. I'm just not. I saw Zach at Farm with that and I was like, hmm, maybe I'm a mullet girl now. <laughs>
1: I actually like it. I think it's a fun hairdo that Mr. Efron has graced upon us. To be honest, I'm all for a constructed mullet style situation. I feel like Zach's still looks fun. It's not full mullet.
0: Yeah, it's like, um. how do I put this? I don't know how I wanted to say it. It's not
1: it. like Robbie Wright from Hannah Montana.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely not like that. Think what? I don't know. I'm just like sometimes I think about how much I love Zach Efron. I'm like, has my taste really not changed since I turned twelve? Like, I just don't get it. But then again, I'm just like, you know what? It's fine. The heart wants what it wants. The heart wants what it wants, and I love who I love. Speaking of Michael B. Jordan, so (laughs) as we continue the love train, Michael B. Jordan is gonna host an HBCU basketball showcase. In his hometown of Newark, New Jersey. I don't know how many people knew that he grew up in Newark, but I did. Definitely not me. (laughs) I am going to, one, drive over with his mom. Duh. But I will be there to support him. He just wants to support the Black community and his hometown in general. And I just love that about him. We're just going to have a really great time supporting our baby. It's just going to be so good to see him in his element. And just being a leader for the Black community and supporting his hometown. You know what I'm saying? I hate you so much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was really trying to ride for you there. And God damn it. What did I I say wrong? How much are tickets selling for?
0: I don't know yet, but I'm probably getting in for free. So I don't really know how much the plebeians have to pay.
1: You're like, I don't waste my time thinking about those things anymore because I simply don't have to.
0: That doesn't concern me.
1: Well, I'm very happy for uh, you, too. probably
0: going to be helping him set up in the first place. So,
1: And the fact that it's not happening till next December, I'm like, oh, we love a man who respects COVID guidelines. We love to see it.
0: We just love to see it. I love to see him. I can't wait till I see him again. But you know who we're not going to see again? Lizzie McGuire.
1: That was a beautiful transition.
0: Thank Hi. you so much. I am very, very saddened to report that Hillary Duff has confirmed that the Lizzie McGuire reboot is now dead. And that breaks my goddamn heart. I loved Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire and That's a Raven was like top two for me on Disney.
1: I've been watching old episodes of Lizzie McGuire for about a week now. Also, I never realized as a child they only did two seasons.
0: <laughs> because there's like 30 episodes <laughs> I- per season. Like, what? I I know exactly what you're talking about, because when I put it on Disney+, Plus, I was like, two seasons. Yeah. Also, the original hot guy that wasn't Ethan Kraft was hot.
1: He was hot. What was his name?
0: Like, Danny Kressler or something like that.
1: Oh, my God. Yes.
0: I think he couldn't do the show anymore, so then they shifted everything to Ethan. Stupid. I mean, in the movie, Ethan was hot. I was like, oh, he had grown-ass. Yeah, yeah he
1: glowed up in the movie.
0: yeah. I'm I'm
1: just so upset. I don't understand why this even happened in the first place. Like, why would Disney Plus think that the show would still stay in the direction of her being in that childhood, like, mindset as a 30-year-old woman?
0: Exactly. It just doesn't make any sense at all. I know that they did the same thing with Love, Simon. Did you ever see Love, Simon? No. Very cute movie. A little vanilla, but it was a very cute movie. They made a show for it and it was supposed to be on Disney Plus, but there's a lot of controversy because the main character is bisexual in the show. So they pulled it off of Disney Plus and that's why Hulu had to pick it up. And yeah, they're doing the same thing with Lizzie. But from what it sounds like, Disney will not give up the rights to it at all. And so now it's just like completely dead. It's not going to another network or anything like that. And that's just actually devastating.
1: Especially for us millennials, I think it would have been something so fucking cool. And finally, like 2020, you've served us something well-deserved that we (laughs) really desperately wanted. And I think it would have been so cool to see what they would have done with her character. Like Lizzie was definitely moving to New York. Like she was going to be a Brooklyn girl. I I was so
0: excited. I was so excited that they were going to film it here and that she was going to be a Brooklyn girl. I- wanted to be able to walk around the street and be like, oh my God, they're filming, they're filming Lizzie right
1: down the street. Which is one of the best parts of like living in New York City when you watch TV shows and you're trying to figure out, oh, I know that bar. Oh, I know where they are. Like I was mm-hmm. just doing that with my roommate. We're watching The Flight Attendant and it takes place in New York and we're like, oh, look at everybody living their lives like without their masks on. I was watching
0: Dash and Lily, which shows a very... <laughs> The very different things that me and Kelsey watch. I was watching Dash and Lily on Netflix.
1: <laughs> that children's show. I was just going to say, wasn't that a kid's show?
0: Um, there were teenagers. Stop being fucking rude. Anyway, they were staged in the city, and every place that they went, I was just like, I know that place. I know that place. They wouldn't have let her in that place. That's a lie. <laughs> All that in between. But it was also just like, I felt bad for the actors who play her family members. Because if I'm not mistaken, I haven't seen them in much at all anymore. And I feel like they were probably really excited to get back into the game. I may be wrong. I'm not really sure. I didn't look it up what else they've been doing. Um, I know that the person who plays Matt also does like photography and things like that and coaching. But, you know, you haven't seen them in anything major since Lizzie McGuire. The only person who sprouted from that is Hilary Duff. So it would have been really cool to see them on our TVs again and like kind of just gotten taken away from them, which sucks.
1: But I also get it because that's the way it should have been done. Like if it wasn't going to be done correctly, it shouldn't be done at all.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: And I wish Hulu could have saved the day, but guess not.
0: Yeah. I definitely also wanted to see like, I needed to know that she didn't end up with Gordo. I'm sorry. Everyone could want her and Gordo together, but...
1: They were never meant to
0: be. Their personalities, like, yes, they're best friends. I don't think they would have worked out in a relationship. She was going to be eons hotter than what Gordo looks like today. I really wanted them to bring Danny back. (laughs) Or, no, actually, after the end of the Lizzie McGuire movie, I kind of wanted Ethan and Kate to be together.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Kate and Ethan definitely moved to Long Island, like... Huntington, Levittown, you know, some small suburb. I see them with like four kids, like a typical Long Island family is what I see for them. I don't know why everybody is in New York right now, but they are, and don't worry about it.
0: But they're like in the Hamptons because Kate would accept nothing less. But I wonder what Ethan Kraft would be doing. Is he a model? What is his job? Because he wasn't the brightest crown in the box during the show.
1: He probably like works for Tesla, I'd say
0: i hate you they were saying that matt is actually well his character was supposed to be like obsessed with elon musk and all that and i was just like typical matt Typical oh.
1: world domination. yeah but who knows
0: what ethan would be doing hmm.
1: Hmm. now we'll never know
0: and now we'll never know but anyway with that let's get
1: into the show So this past week, Ariana Grande blessed her fans with not only her Netflix documentary, Excuse Me, I Love You, which documents her Sweetener World Tour. She also posted on Instagram on Sunday that her and her boyfriend, Dalton Gomez, were engaged with the caption saying, forever and then some. And I really wish the best for her. She just wants to be in love so bad and have someone <laughs> take under. care of her.
0: Yeah. I just really hate that people try to get on female celebrities who are dating. And yet these men celebrities who are literally seen with a different woman all the time, like they just really don't get any slack. And I just think it's kind of crazy. Like people who are being rude and just like trolly in her comments section are definitely people who have won, probably never even been in a relationship at all. So they're just hating from home. Or they like married the person they lost their virginity to, and they've only been with one person their entire life. It's like different journeys happen for different people. We have best friends that they've just one. They're either serial monogamist, which we both know one person that is a serial monogamist, or they just date around a lot, and that's normal. It's absolutely normal, and you wouldn't blink an eye to your friend, like especially. I'm sorry. Some of these friend groups are incestuous as hell and they're just dating each other back to back to back. Once they break up with this one, all of a sudden they're sleeping with his best friend and like all that other garbage that's happening. And She broke up with Pete Davidson, I don't even know how long ago, and people are acting like she's not allowed to get into a relationship, and it's just like, relationships fuck up, they get back together, they flop again, it happens with everybody, hers is just in
1: the public eye, and it's mostly people that are hating that can't even get a date, like, shut up. Shut the hell up! What do <laughs> you think of her ring? Because fans were on the fence, but I really loved it. I think it. Fits I love her. it
0: because we know why he has the pearl and the engagement ring. Like the pearl, I guess, was from her grandmother. I, I can't hate on that ring at all. I think it's absolutely beautiful.
1: Yeah. So when her grandpa died back in two thousand fourteen, her grandma gifted her this pearl ring. That the pearl was on her grandpa's necktie that he wore all the time. So it was very sentimental. So I was like, okay, Dalton, good job. And also the style of ring is like very popular in like French culture. And basically it's like when two souls become one. So I'm like, all right, let's cue to become one by Spice Girls.
0: When to become one. We don't need to cue anything when you got someone like me, girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then I was also laughing because, so she was engaged to Pete back in 2018 And she had made this announcement on Sunday. And I was like, did you announce it purposely on Sunday so you didn't have to deal with an SNL skit or an SNL blurb? Like you kind of had a week to get ahead of this.
0: I love that. I didn't even think about that at all. Yeah. And if that was the case, how goddamn smart was that?
1: That's why I I said Baby Girl was paying attention because there's not going to be a new episode this Saturday because it's Christmas. At least I don't think so. So I'm like, Baby Girl made this announcement purposely on a Sunday.
0: Well, it's the day after Christmas, isn't it? So they could still
1: do it. Yeah, but they usually rehearse all week. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like they're going to be rehearsed. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to have an episode. So I'm like, this was genius.
0: I love that. I love that so much. If that was her plan, how iconic. I love that so much. I also love that I know nothing about Dalton Gomez, Like, I know absolutely nothing about him. And I'm Very, very fine with that. I feel like a lot of her past relationships, Big Sean, Mac Miller, Pete Davidson, they've all been very like high profile people. And, you know, maybe this will last because he's just a very private, chill person. I feel like he's just like on his own, but it's not like he doesn't have famous friends. So it's not like he doesn't know what the lifestyle is at all. Like you have pictures of him hanging out with Miley Cyrus. He knows what the lifestyle is, you know? But he has like his own separate life, which I think is hopefully good for her and good for them.
1: Yeah. So like I said, I watched the documentary and it was very much her concert. Like it was kind of like the homecoming Beyonce documentary, very much just the songs that she sang during the tour. I kind of wish it was like, you could see a little more into her personal life, but I also just appreciated watching a concert that I did not want to spend money for
0: don't you love that everything's coming on tv now because I was just like I don't know when I'm ever going to be able to snag tickets to Hamilton and now I can watch it whenever I want in the comfort of my home even though I know nothing compares to watching it on stage and in person I know that I miss theater so fucking much but now I get to pause play and do whatever I need to do (laughs) so I can watch the whole thing so at least I still have an opportunity to watch it you know
1: yeah. And she was doing my favorite type of choreography. It's when you sit on a chair and it's a lot of head whipping and shoulders and like elongating your legs. And she does it so great. Like she knows what she's good at. She cannot do real choreography. So she said, let me get a chair. And she looks amazing. I commend her for it.
0: I'm a huge fan of Ariana Grande. I can't even front. I remember the first time I heard her actual voice not sounding like Cat from Victorious. And I was just so grateful that she didn't sound like that in
1: real life. Oh, but you were grateful she sounded like a Black girl?
0: What are you talking about? Her speaking voice? She sounds like a Black girl, you think?
1: (laughs) She's gotten in trouble for the way she talks.
0: Like what? I was just happy that her tone of voice isn't as high and as annoying as Kat. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. What are you talking about? What does she say?
1: So, like, do you know when people are kind of coming for her and her tan and how she used to tan, like, super dark all the time? And then if you do hear her in certain interviews, she does sound like she's putting on a black scent and she's gotten kind of, like, reamed for that?
0: Oh, uh, I definitely knew about the tanning and all that. Pete Davidson made a joke about that as well. But I didn't know about the black scent. Maybe I haven't, I have, a, have not seen it. Because most yeah. of the times that I watch it, she doesn't sound like Kat, but I, I don't know how to say... She doesn't... I don't want to say she doesn't sound mature because that's not exactly what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. But
0: I've never heard like a black scent come out of her. Is that a thing she does? I just remember people reading her about like the donut thing. <laughs> that's
1: the big scandal. <laughs> oh my God. That happened like 15 years ago at this point. <laughs>
0: that's the big scandal. I remember. I, I know she got in trouble for the the tanning and all that, which honestly stopped doing that. It, it kind of like looks crazy. But I did not know about the black scent at all. Wow. The more you know.
1: The more you know. But no, I wish you the best. Once again, like I said, like you tried to clown me for on our Instagram about astrology.
0: You deserved (laughs) it. I saw that video and thought about nobody else but you, so I don't care. I,
1: I meant it. I if put it you guys up, want to know too. what we're talking about, head on over to Talk To Us, Nice Podcast on Instagram and see what Mika tried to clown me with. But it's true. Cancers love being in love. They love, they're the crab. Like, they want to just be homely and make those connections, like romantic connections are everything to them. So I'm very happy for her because she seems like she's found the one. And I really hope it lasts, TBH.
0: I hope it lasts too, because otherwise... A whole bunch of people are just gonna give him more shit. People who need to mind their own goddamn business. I just don't even get it. I feel like if I hear that someone thought that someone was the love of their life and that they're gonna get married and that if they break up, all I feel is sadness and like empathy for that person. And then there's people like, oh, here we go again. Like, why are people such asshats? I just don't get it.
1: Because people I just can't it. stand other people being happy. It I honestly is. wish her the best.
0: In other news, my boy Obama on Saturday dropped his track list for 2020 and you know he also credited my city girl sasha for helping him make this list and you know for me Miss Sasha Obama can do no wrong so let's pull up the list. I wanna hear how you feel about I'm just gonna name some songs. Name some songs. He also did some movies and TV shows. We're gonna do a little yay or nay list. You tell me yay or nay.
1: I'm just I'm not gonna pull out all of
0: them but we'll see.
1: Guys, we'll I had no idea like. she was doing this.
0: I, I like to just throw things out there, you know. Okay, Savage Remix, Megan The Stallion and Beyonce. Yay! Franchise, Travis Scott. Yay! Ghost, Bruce Springsteen.
1: I mean, I'm always gonna support my boy Bruce. So, yay!
0: Damage by her.
1: Yes, once again.
0: I just always need her to get her credit. I just think she's such a talented artist. That woman could do no wrong to me.
1: Yeah. I was listening to The Tiny Desk with um, Daniel Caesar and when he brings her out to duet. Oh, that's I mean love wet. Tiny
0: Desk. Did you see no. the with Chloe and uh, Hallie? No. Oh my god. Those girls, <laughs> they just my God, my God they have more talent in their pinky finger than I have in my entire body. I just can't take it. You have to watch that. Oh my God. Yes, I will. Um, Who else do we got? Blue World, Mac Miller. Yeah. Summer 2020, Jane
1: Aiko. I'll give it to her.
0: Goodbye, Jimmy Reed, Bob Dylan.
1: Also, I'm always going to give it to Bob Dylan.
0: Right? It's a really good list. It's a very, very structured list. I'm happy that my girl helped him out with it. He was saying that Sasha kind of likes to hide some of the music choices she listens to, which I'm just like, what does he mean by that? <laughs> like, she helped him, like, a little bit, but some of the music she, like, keeps to herself. But he thinks he's keeping up, you know, for an old man. I'm just like, everyone waits for your lists, Obama. You're doing just fine.
1: You're literally giving us happiness.
0: But I'm also just like... I mean, he can't do anything anymore. He's not in the government anymore. But I'm just like, we're giving $600. And Obama's still just like, here's my playlist for 2020. So movies. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That's coming out soon. I have not watched it. I didn't even know it was out yet. And he put it on a thing. I was wondering maybe he got a screener.
1: Obama's getting everything. Everyone is throwing free things at him.
0: Because I didn't realize it was out yet. So I feel like I messed up. He got my girl Stella and the Spades on here. And I was just like, what's well, good?
1: I did not watch that movie.
0: Love you, Simone. I wish you nothing but success. You are killing it right now. Just got to put that out there. Um, did you see The Collective? No. Did I watch movies? I haven't seen. Some of the movies on here, honestly, I haven't seen. I'm going to watch all of them for the most part. But yeah, there are a couple of them I didn't see. He has Soul on here too, which isn't out yet either. So I just feel like he got a screener to a bunch of stuff and the list got sent out so we can see it beforehand. But the TV shows he has, The Queen's Gambit, I'm watching that right now and I love it.
1: Oh my God, are you about to make me learn how to play chess too? On top of TikTok, do I also need to learn how to play chess?
0: I don't know how to play chess. I really want to really, really, really want to learn. You can do it. I want to learn. I'm going to learn and I'm going to be amazing at it.
1: Are you going to do it on drugs?
0: I'm going to try to do it without and see how far I get. (laughs) And then I'm going to say, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get me to the championships. (laughs) But yeah, I do love the Queen's Gambit. You have I May Destroy You on here. Let's go, Michaela!
1: Beautiful show.
0: The Last Dance, which of course was an amazing documentary. Mrs. America, I didn't see it, but I love Kate Blanchett, so I can always rock with that. And The Good Place.
1: Another show I won't watch, but you like it, so I know it can't be terrible.
0: I fought it in the beginning too, Kels. I did fight it, and I ended up crying at the finale. I was crying because I was also very mad. Not because they did anything wrong, just because of how I wanted everything to end in my head, and it did not go that way. They did a great job. It was just me. <laughs> I've watched most of the TV shows that he's mentioned. I haven't watched much of the movies that he did, but I'm loving this list and I'm going to make sure, I'm going to complete it. That's probably going to be one of my things that I do in the new year. I'm going to complete everything that is on the movies and TV show list that Obama has given us.
1: Hey, that would be a fun thing to do together. I would do that with you.
0: Okay, that'd be super cute.
1: You guys heard it here
0: first. You heard it here first. Another tidbit that I found out though that I did not realize was going down in the Obama household is that Malia's boyfriend was staying with them during quarantine. Listen, my Black ass would be lucky if I got any sleepovers with any friends at all. So the fact that she got to quarantine with her boyfriend, which I don't care what anybody says, Malia was getting quarantined dick, and that is not fair, and I am pissed.
1: It's not. Like, what the fuck? What about me? What about you? I just think it's very
0: selfish. (laughs) I couldn't even have boyfriend staying over for quarantine i couldn't even invite a boy that i liked for dinner get the hell out of here <laughs> that is wow
1: i could not i even know it's imagine. a new
0: generation but i'm like actually saddened for my younger self
1: yeah i'm trying to think of myself at that age like living in my house in long island and being mm-hmm. in my basement with my guy my parents would never allow that are you kidding me
0: I couldn't even sit on my front porch with these kids that my dad knows. I've known them since elementary school. One time I was hanging out with one of them because we ended up going to the same summer camp. And when we got out of camp, we were just chilling on my front porch, not doing anything, just sitting on my stoop or whatever. And my dad came home early and I got the daylight beaten out of me, (laughs) like Mark's. So I don't know this free lifestyle that's happening that a whole ass boyfriend staying with them during quarantine. But good on you, Malia. I'm just
1: jealous. Yeah, good on you. And good on you, Michelle and Barack, for being progressive parents and trusting your child.
0: I'm not letting my daughter's boyfriend or my son's girlfriend stay if there's a quarantine.
1: So I guess I'm not
0: progressive. She's in college. Is she like, she's like 20, 22? No, let's see. Let's look it up. Malia and Obama.
1: I love that. 98.
0: She's 22. Oh, she's 22. So did she graduate?
1: I think she went, she took a year off.
0: Okay. She's 22. I don't saying? know why in my head, I was like, she's 18 years old. Get the hell out of here. I'm not letting her stay with her boyfriend in my house. She's 22 years old. That makes I sense. I think
1: if it was like Sasha... Asking her parents if her boyfriend could stay, they would say, bitch, are you crazy? No. They
0: already know Sasha's a city, girl. They're never letting that They're happen.
1: They're never letting any <laughs> boy in that place. But I feel like they definitely have a house with a separate like wing. chamber or wing. Chamber. <laughs> <laughs> no, what they I have mean? a like, separate chamber. There's a separate chamber. There's a different wing in the house. They're definitely getting their privacy I don't know that life, but I'm envious of it.
0: Screaming. Yeah, she's 22. That does make sense. I don't know why. I really thought she was like 18 years old. So I was just like, oh, no. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know what? Good on you. Thank you to the Obamas for once again bringing light into my life. And God bless. And some more news about people being asshats. The internet just won't leave Lizzo be. It won't quit. They will not leave her alone. Lizzo's been on this health journey all year for herself, not for anybody else. And she posted a video on accepting her own body and encouraging others to do the same. She posted like this video, her topless or whatever, just accepting every curve of her body. She wrote under it, your body is perfectly yours, even if it ain't perfect to anybody else. If you only knew the complexities your body possesses, you would be so proud of it. I'm so proud of you for making it this far in a society that gives us a head start into self-loathing that hands us a dysmorphic mirror and leaves us desperate to catch up with who we think we should be, which one beautifully written devastating to know that this is how she feels about her body. But we've heard it time and time again, all these rappers radio personalities and all that, just making fun of her body saying like, Oh, if you slept with Lizzo, you would want to see her in the morning. Like just really cruel, crude things to say. And when you hear her say things such as, I've spent so much time in this body and I'm no different than you, still struggling to find balance, still trying to mend my relationship with food and anxiety, her back fat, it gets easier. I've spent my hardest days trying to love me. And she was just, she was swarmed. She was getting all this love and support. But of course, you know, where there is support, there's always going to be trolls. And Lizzo revealed on, I don't know whether it was TikTok or Instagram, but one of them, that she did a smoothie detox.
1: God forbid.
0: All of a sudden, the tide had turned.
1: I just don't understand why we are still continuing to talk about women's bodies. I really don't get it. It's quite fucking annoying to keep talking about it.
0: And these men get no heat for their bodies. And that's why I make a comment anytime I want. Because they've been doing it for centuries. It's my turn. It's my turn now.
1: So I'm I will say my time. whatever
0: the hell I want about any man, and everybody else can suck it if they have anything bad to say about it. I do not care. I just feel like she she literally cannot win. It's like damned if she does, damned if she doesn't. And it's just it's very frustrating because who is anybody? Society, quote unquote, fans. Who are they to say how she should treat her body if it is not affecting them, if it's not harming her? And that's so the she, thing. It's not harming her. Exactly. It's not harming
1: her. And she's literally like, do, you, do people really think that, you know, maybe for regular people, but that celebrities don't get consulted and get all their information and talk to nutritionists and trainers and literally everybody under the fucking sun to see if something's going to work for them? I do not understand. And she specifically said she did this detox because she was reverting back to old habits. She said that November was super rough on her. This whole year has been rough on all of us. And November was stressful as fuck because the election going on, that's when they first kind of started talking about vaccines and you know when we were going to have a date for when that was happening. So she was fucking stressed out and she reverted back to old habits and as somebody who like I've lost a lot of weight, that's very real and it's very hard to mm-hmm. when you lose that weight and then you kind of just get a day where you just want to eat and you're like, oh, this feels so good. I just want to keep doing that. <laughs> like we've all we've all been there. So who are
0: you- I'm ten for ten in that area right now.
1: Girl, I just know when
0: the new year comes, I'm going to eat healthy. So I have literally have a bucket list of all the food I need to eat before.
1: Dude, I went to Trader Joe's um, before the snowstorm last week and bought all my favorite things. And I fucking am going through it over here.
0: <laughs> I bought mini Oreos. I'm not even a sweets person. I have a 12 pack of mini Oreos. I keep buying cookie dough to make chocolate chip cookies. I keep buying the fucking Boom Chicka sweet and salty popcorn. <laughs> I don't even... I'm not even a sweet tooth person. And now I'm just like, give me this stuff. Yeah. And so I I can't even step on a scale. And Amazon is holding my stepper hostage. So the universe doesn't want me to lose weight either. So we'll see. So more power to you, Lizzo. Because fuck everybody. Not everything works for different body types. I have no idea why people are trying to make it seem like doing a detox is toxic for her. That makes no sense. One, she addressed this and was supervised by her nutritionist before getting any of this done. She didn't do it without goddamn research. She wrote, I detox my body and I'm still fat. I love my body and I'm still fat. I'm beautiful and I'm still fat. These things are not mutually exclusive. I hate when I hear someone say to somebody, like if someone says like they're fat and someone's like, oh, but no, you're beautiful. She didn't say she was ugly. The fuck? She said, I feel fat today. Those two have no correlation.
1: None.
0: Like, I don't understand now her so-called, oh, I really supported Lizzo and how she thought about body positivity and all of that. But I can't believe she's doing a detox. People do detoxes. She's not saying that she's starving herself forever.
1: No, and she's being Trying to reset her body. She's being very transparent about her journey to just live a healthy life and to be happy with her body. And how can people be mad about that. Like she Mm -hmm. could very well never talk about her body and never mention anything about any diets, about workouts. She doesn't have to do any of that, but she does it because she realizes that she has this platform that she can really empower people to take a look at themselves and say, you're perfect no matter what weight you are, as long as you're happy with yourself. And I don't understand how people can hate on that. Yeah. And if you hate on it, you actually don't have to follow her. It's the craziest thing. I don't know if people know this, but there's buttons on Instagram, Twitter that say like follow or unfollow. <laughs> there's block buttons so you don't even have to see it. You can mute words on Twitter so you never have to hear about her again. So if that's really how you feel, just like gladly do that. I don't know. Have you heard of unfollowing people?
0: Um, I use it very frequently. Also, The Block, my favorite. I love a good block. It just
1: like turns me on every time I do it. And yeah, she clapped back with a fucking fire ass lingerie shoot from Pretty Little Thing. And I said, baby girl, you look amazing.
0: And that's on period poo. poo.
1: Did you see she also bought her mom a car?
0: I did. I love that.
1: I love that. (laughs) I (laughs) love that.
0: Tom Cruise was on set filming Mission Impossible 7. It's just like, it's kind of like fucking Fast and Furious at this point, where it's just like Mm, another movie after another movie. But Mission Impossible is way better than Fast and Furious. If you say in reverse, I don't know why we're friends. Nope. (laughs) Fast and Furious has gotten absolutely ridiculous.
1: Exactly. I will not stand any Fast and Furious slander on this podcast. It's crazy for a reason. It's outrageous for a reason.
0: No, it did not start out like that, Kelsey. They literally made it seem like Vin Diesel stomping on the roof is what brought an entire building down. Get the fuck out of he here. Did. Get out of here. And what, what's the next one? The next one's going to be like space Hell or something? Hell yeah, it is.
1: It actually- Give me a break.
0: <laughs> Where are they from? Like fucking La Feliz or some shit. <laughs> and
1: now you're telling me they're going to space? Give me a break. <laughs> Whatever. It's fun. I'm into it. They could do everything so much easier had they not used a car for their only means of transportation. And that's what cracks me up That's what it was about. I know. And that's what cracks me up. And that's what makes me love this franchise. It's like, really? We're going to shoot cars through buildings in Dubai? Okay. We're going to go on a car chase? The
0: cars that have fucking... Parachutes on them. I can't. I can't. I cannot take that franchise seriously anymore. Listen, R.I.P. Paul Walker. But stop saying this was for Pablo because even Pablo's looking down like, bruh. No, <laughs> cut,
1: this cut is it. Cut the skit. The thing. I'm not ride or die for knowing that. I know that these movies are trash, but know that I love the trash.
0: I did like the Hobbs and Shaw one though. Oh me too. With the, was Yeah, I, I loved it. Tyrese didn't love it, but I loved it. (laughs) Anyway, doesn't really matter. Back to what it was about. Back (laughs) to whatever the fuck we were saying. (laughs) You know, Um, so apparently there is a bunch of audio of his statements that he's been yelling at the crew. And I feel like people are trying to call him the new Ellen. I will not say that because I don't want, I feel like They didn't have any audio about what Ellen knew and what she didn't know, whatever. Anyway, after he sees that his crew isn't following COVID guidelines, he said, if I see you do it again, you're fucking gone. (laughs) We are the golden standard. They're back in Hollywood making movies right now because of us because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every fucking studio at night, insurance companies, producers, and they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you motherfuckers. I don't ever want to see it again, ever. Okay, so yeah, so there's a bunch more footage of him basically just going off, like cursing left and right at these specific crew members. He says, you can tell it to the people who are losing their fucking homes because our industry is shutting down. I'm not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. That's what I sleep with every night, the future of this fucking industry. So I'm sorry. I am beyond your apologies. I've told you and now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're out. We are not shutting this fucking movie down. Is that understood? If I see it again, you're fucking gone. And then like points at different crew members and is like, you're going to cost him his job. Am I clear? Just absolutely goes off on these people on set and the thing is is that he's not wrong
1: no and i kind of wish that's how the like senate meetings happening at the white house (laughs) over how much employment money we were gonna get and just you know them saying there are millions of people dying right now and they need us like that would be really nice if it came from i don't know something that impacted my life but he's not
0: wrong. AOC tried,
1: okay? Yeah. But yeah, he's not, not wrong.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't have gone through like the whole public humiliation that he's making his crew members go through. I do think probably the more professional thing was to like take them aside, especially if it wasn't like a large group of people and not embarrass them in front of everybody. Um, I used to hate those scare tactics when I was younger and teachers used to do that. Like they thought, If you publicly humiliated a kid, that would make them not want to ever do it again. And I I really do fucking hate that shit. So I feel like if someone did that to me now as a grown-up, I'd probably just quit. But he's not wrong.
1: Yeah, especially because the the movie did get shut down back in October Mm -hmm. because crew members had tested positive. But there was also, if you remember... Tandy Newton's interview with Vulture Magazine earlier this year during Mm -hmm. the COVID pandemic. Mm -hmm. Her saying her experience with Tom Cruise on that set mimicked a lot of what he was doing in Mm -hmm. this particular instance. And Leah Remini just came out. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to read next. Perfect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Leah Remini came out and said, this is a publicity stunt. Do not fall for this man's tactics. He's fucking with us all. But Leah also
0: hates him. Like they hate each other's guts. So I'm just like, okay, anything Tom Cruise does, Leah Remney will be right behind to say something negative about it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So for me, the source is not ideal, but we have heard it from Tandy Newton. You do hear a lot of like polarizing things about Tom Cruise. I've heard in recent history anyway, more great things than bad things. But we all knew how everyone thought he was crazy when he started jumping on the couch in Oprah. Um how Everyone kept painting the story how Katie Holmes had to like run away with her daughter, like run away from Tom and things like that. So it's like you just unless you know these celebrities personally, you don't really know what's really going on up there. But yeah, Leah Remney was just like she was ready to, to just rip him a new one. She's always ready. She said Tom seems to think that Hollywood is incapable of making films without his help. It is the job of COVID officers assigned to the movies to monitor and enforce safety guidelines. Saying such things indicates the godlike figure Tom believes he is and what he is told by Scientology. So you already know, everyone associates Tom Cruise with Scientology. So the head of Scientology had to get in on it and defend their face, their brand. And it was just like a huge back and forth that ended up just being Leah Remney against Scientology again. You know what I mean? Yeah. They
1: clapped clapped back at her.
0: They really did.
1: They were like, we've done more to promote COVID-19 prevention than any other religious institution. And I said, they're not wrong. (laughs) I don't know. What did they do? I mean, I don't know. But I mean, (laughs) my grandma was trying to, I mean, my grandma tries to go to church on Sundays. She does Zoom church now. Yeah, so does my mom. I'm, I don't know. I'm perplexed, but I'm into it. I love a good Scientology story. I'm. When this whole thing came out with Leah Remney, I was very heavily invested. Yeah. Also, where is Shelly Miscavige? Email us at talktosnice at gmail.com. Do you know who she is? No. She's David Miscavige's wife, who's the head of Scientology. And she's been missing for about like five years now. What? Where is Shelly Miscavige?
0: Just Missing.
1: Yeah. And Leah Remney tried to file a missing persons report with the LAPD and they refused to like comply. So there are shifty things happening. Nobody's seen this woman in literal years, but no, their boy Tom Cruise is going to stand on his soapbox and (laughs) give that announcement out. This
0: is what I'm saying. I love all this mystery shit. It's one of the reasons why a part of me can't wait to die. Because then I'll finally have all of the answers of anything I've had questions about on Earth. Like this. Like fucking could Jacka fit on that piece of wood with Rose in Titanic? Definitely like, not. I just need these answers. I'm going to tell you
1: that one right now. No, the board would have went below. If she had taken off her life jacket and they put it under the board, they would have... Floated and stayed up, but the body weight would have pushed them both down anyway. I, okay. <laughs> just a little so how about fact. if just a fun fact?
0: Did Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio actually fuck, and they're lying about it once I'm gonna again? Say I want yes. to know.
1: I'm gonna say yes for the scandal. I no. think
0: they have personally. They just keep saying that they're friends or whatever. He's like the godfather of some of her kids. I think they fucked just like BJ and Mindy. I just need no facts. Is BJ the father of Mindy's kids? Are you trying to sidetrack me by making him the godfather? <laughs> I need to know. These are the questions I'll ask at the Pearly Gates. Okay, just so I really, night. Just so the the listeners know, this is what's important to me. And you? <laughs>
1: I also read an article right before we started recording that earlier in the pandemic, I believe Tom Cruise came out with Elon Musk saying that he was going to work together with SpaceX and they were going to film scenes for this new movie in space. And now Russia said, knock, knock, we're going to beat you two at first. And Tom Cruise is freaking the fuck out. Here we go again. And Tom Cruise does not like to lose. Oh. And this movie apparently is costing like $200 million to make, to shoot some scenes in space. I'm like, shoot a whole movie on Mars and then come talk to me.
0: Of course, I agree with the message. Publicity stud or not, I feel like a lot of the movies that are filming now, like especially in New York, we're at a standstill. We haven't really gotten completely full back the way that L.A. has been determined to do, whether or not their numbers are high or not. And I feel like he does have a point. Publicity stunt or not, that was the right thing to say. He shouldn't have been cursing, and because at the end of the day, this is like your staff and crew. Nobody wants to be spoken to like that. If they need to get reeducated on the importance of the situation, fine. But I don't know. I've just never. I hate seeing other people just like lord their power over people. So I don't appreciate the way he said it and the public humiliation like behind it. But everything he said was not wrong, my friend.
1: No. And I think that, yeah, if someone's going to speak to me like that, I'm definitely fucking leaving. (laughs) Which apparently that did happen. A lot of the crew members pieced the fuck out of there. But you can't talk to people like that. But also, COVID is still a thing how many ever months later? Because people won't do the things that they're supposed to do. Extremely frustrating. Like, I went into a pizza shop the other day. And the pizza guy didn't have a mask on. I'm like, what
0: the fuck are you doing? And I walked right out. Call the cops. <laughs> Call the cops. <laughs> I did because, especially for Hollywood, most of the time, most of the people getting COVID while they're filming are the crew members. So, message: yes. Delivery. The way of delivering that message, mm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a a two, Tom. I'm gonna give you a two. A two out of a thousand. Message ten delivery two. And now for our weekly recap of The Bachelorette. So first things first, we got our girl Jojo back to have a pep talk with Tasha. which so I cute. think is just really cute because I thought she was just gone forever. Like they brought Chris Harrison back and they're just like, okay, get the fuck out, Jojo. <laughs> but they had to do a really cute pep talk with her.
1: I thought it was so precious. I tweeted that JoJo Fletcher is coming for Chris Harrison. She's coming for that job.
0: There's been so many people that Bachelor Nation has wanted to replace Chris. Only when he retires, of course, not like kick Chris Harrison out. But like there's JoJo, there was Ivan's brother. Now everyone was saying last night, Taysha's little brother, which cracked me up. So after a little pep talks, Tasha has her final three dates with Ivan, Zach, and Brendan. Fuck, marry, kill. Who do you choose?
1: I'm going to kill Ivan. I'm going to fuck Zach just because I'm curious. And I'm obviously marrying my baby Brendan.
0: I'm exactly the same. (laughs) I'm 100% the same because I need to know what all the hype is about, Zach C. But I just want to test it. Don't want to keep it. I'll just fuck Zach. That only leaves killing Ivan because of course (laughs) not. Yeah, doing anything to my baby Brendan besides making him the happiest man alive by it marrying sweet him. We
1: loved him every night. Exactly. <laughs> which date would you want to have? Like if you were in this position, would you want to go first, second or third?
0: So I did see this question floating around, like which did people think was best? I, top three, I would want to go in the middle because anytime when something dramatic happens, it's usually the last person. <laughs> I don't want any surprises. I don't want to weirdly get sent home. Put me in the middle.
1: Oh, God. Don't. Well, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy episode.
0: So first up for these, like, la- not really the last final dates, because they still have singular dates. So first up for the last three men, Ivan. They get to have the Guinness records longest running coldest kiss once i saw ice baths
1: i was against it no thank you why why do we want to torture me
0: i was cringing the whole date the whole date i was cringing so
1: badly the synchronized breathing is what got me I was so uncomfortable. I'm like, I need this to be over. Please, please, somebody, somebody pull away. Like, I hated that they were really trying to break this record.
0: Tayshia did try to pull away and Ivan dragged her
1: back. (laughs) I felt so
0: cringy. I felt so cringy. I could not take it. I was just like, they both look so ridiculously uncomfortable and they try to make it seem like ooh they're into this now and i was just like no they're not they're still friends. they're still cousins <laughs> they're related <laughs> i was getting so mad that nobody was talking about how they look related and then all of a sudden at the end one of like the bigger accounts was like oh ivan looks like tasha's brother i'm like what the fuck have i been saying all season
1: literally since they first met i said
0: they literally showed Ivan getting ready for his final date, and they showed his torso, and I kid you not, I fucking thought it was Tasha's torso. I was like, oh my god, Tasha's mad ripped. <laughs> Until they showed his, like, pecs, and I was like, not Tasha.
1: <laughs> Aww.
0: But anyway... They do that date super cringy. I don't think that that's fun. I don't want to be in an ice bath. I did it a couple times when I played sports seriously and shit, but I, it's not. I'm not a fan of them ever at all. That was a big final date. They go to dinner for the nighttime portion. They have this trailer out for Ivan. And I was cackling. My mom had like walked past, because I'm at my mother's house. She had walked past in the background. She was like, what the hell is that behind them? The four train? I couldn't breathe. I was actually on the floor.
1: No joke. Oh my God. (laughs) It was so low budget. When they said fantasy suites, I said, how the fuck are they going to pull this off? Are you kidding me? Can they not I, go to another resort? Dude,
0: I mean, props to them for being very safe. But honestly, they need to pick a better place next time. I just kind of think it's so fucked up. Every time I see Matt's previews and I see where they're staying and then compared to where... And their dates. Yeah, and their date. I saw multiple hot tubs. Multiple Hot tubs are a staple of Bachelor Nation.
1: I saw, I saw a fucking hot air balloon. balloon. That's also so a shit. hard no for me. That's a hard pass. If some guy wanted to take me on a date and do a hot air balloon, no, thank you.
0: That's something that should be a hard no for me because of the person that I am. But for some odd reason, I'm just like, yeah, I'll go on a hot air balloon. <laughs> I don't know why. That's for you. That was very strange. I'm just like, yeah, I do, I do, I do <laughs> a hot air balloon. Next thing you know, I'm fucking freaking out while it's in the air. I'm just like, That's a bad idea.
1: <laughs> You're in a basket.
0: Yeah, but that's saliva they were swapping in the ice bath. I was like, I'm about to call CDC. (laughs) This is disgusting. But yeah, back to the canteen that they try to put them in for their fantasy suites. I don't know. Even when they were talking, I was just honestly so out of it because I just knew she wasn't going to pick Ivan. I knew it. I just, she finally came to the realization that they have a similar family tree and she wanted out. You could just tell. Once they were talking at dinner and I was done laughing at the trailer that they chose for them, I kind of just ignored it. So then next off, we have Zach C. Oh no, let's not even go into that. Let's go into fucking Brendan and Zach's face when Ivan gets back and talks
1: about their date. That's when Brendan is starting to crack.
0: That's not when I saw him cracking. I feel like he just like wanted to know everything, but also like didn't want to... To know everything. You know what I mean? Like, tell me what the fuck happened, but also don't go too far because I'll punch you in the face.
1: Yeah, he's cracking. That's what I feel like. (laughs) uh... I
0: I mostly felt that from Zach. Zach looked like he was going to have a fucking conniption both times.
1: Yeah, next up we had Zach's date where Zach takes a quick jog to meet Tasha and her brand new white keds, and she said, "We're making art, baby. Let's go."
0: Do you think she wore those keds because she knows he's so into sneakers? Oh, is that wanted a thing? She wanted him to say that she's cool. Oh yeah, he's like a huge sneakerhead. Oh, that was like I, his huge. Like, yeah, he kept mentioning that for the hometown D. <laughs> I'm a sneakerhead.
1: I'm a sneakerhead. And oh, I missed all of that. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was just trying to be cute because she said that they were being like creative and they were gonna paint. And she's like, look at these white shoes, Uh-oh. I'm gonna mess up. Oh, isn't that, that was- isn't that like silly of me? Like I thought she was just trying to be a <laughs> <laughs> thought she was just trying to be a cute girl. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Maybe that
0: was not And I'm just like taking the sneak ahead thing like so far into my head, because when you see the finale, they talk about it again. And I'm just like, okay, we get it.
1: Oh, my God. We'll never know.
0: So, yeah, they have this canvas, like body painting date, which honestly, no, I wouldn't do. But it was a <laughs> cute concept. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God, it looks so good. It looks so good. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It just looks like, and it's fine that it doesn't look good. I just, I didn't know why she kept saying how amazing it looked. It looked like shit and that's fine. You're literally painting with your entire body, just pouring like different colored paint on each other.
1: It made me very uncomfortable. All these dates make me very uncomfortable just because I'm not very into public displays of affection. (laughs) But she, but when they were making out and she was like, you good, I was like, "Uh uh-oh. He's got a half
0: chub. He definitely had a half chub, dude. Like she's in, what was it, a bikini or something? Yeah. There was one point she like pushed him. (laughs) I don't know if it was like roll him over, but it just reminded me of like Tommy Pickles wanting to give Dill Pickles away in the Rugrats movie. It's like, go, (laughs) move. (laughs) I don't know why that came up in my head, but yeah, I was just like my hair. That's how you know Tate's not full black. Because she knows she can just wash that shit out. It'll look good when she gets out the shower. It's not some huge process. I was like, that's mad paint in her hair. She just literally flopped me down on that canvas. And I'm cringing because I could never.
1: No, I could only if I knew that I had, you know, like an hour extra getting ready time to just like quickly redo my entire head. Then that would be okay. But no, we are not putting paint in my hair. Are you fucking crazy?
0: So then we move forward to the nighttime portion of the date. They're having their conversations and such. She mentioned that she had a talk with his mother and how he has always said that he didn't want kids. Meanwhile, Tayshia's here wanting to be the pretty bunch. So I don't know. He kind of like backtracked on all of it and reneged and was saying like, oh, no, because in that time of my life, I didn't want kids. But you make me want to have kids. Something like that. I don't know. I didn't fully believe him.
1: Something false. <laughs>
0: I just felt like it was false. Like he just wanted to make sure like that wouldn't be something that deterred her from like, picking him. But I don't know. I just felt I felt off about that. I was like, so for all your life, you've been saying you don't want kids. You've been telling your mom that everybody that now Tasha's here wanting five kids. And you're just like, yeah, I definitely want kids. Oh, yeah. But what if she did want kids? And you'd be like, good, because I didn't want kids either. That was one of the main times I was just like that. And um. When the lie detector test said, like, did he cheat? And he said it was on his sixth grade girlfriend. Did I think that was a cute comeback? Yes. But do I think he might have still lied about that? Fuck yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Zach's got, the some, second time. Zach's got some skeletons in that closet still. Which, like, we all do. But... Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I don't want to hold, like, what has happened to him, like, against him. Like, like oh, I'm not going to say like, yeah, he was into all of that. And so, like, yeah, I know he was, like, cheating and all Like, that's not the case. But... No. There was just something off about it. I felt the same way when he said, no, he did want kids with her.
1: Yeah. There was just something like behind the eyes that you could see. Like you're not fully telling me the whole truth.
0: Like you went from not wanting any kids to saying, oh yeah, I would definitely have five kids (laughs) with Taisha."
1: It's a nightmare.
0: Like, it's not even like she said one. And he's like, okay, yeah, I can totally do one kid. She wants can... a huge football team. She wants a basketball
1: team. and He was like, I could totally vibe with one kid. Yeah, that kid will be enough <laughs> <for me."> Yeah. <laughs> but then we see on their date that they both drop, that they love each other.
0: Okay. Hi. I audibly gasped. Not because he said it, because you could tell, like, he's been wanting to say that forever. It's like he was shaken because he just needed to get those words out of him but it was the fact that she said it back and not, I'm falling in love with you too, not, I have really big feelings for you too. She said, I love you too. And the only time that has ever happened was with Sir Ben Higgins. Love him so much. He's probably my favorite bachelor. He said it to Jojo and he said it to the person he ends up picking, who's Lauren. And it was such a huge scandal then. This wasn't even that long ago. This was maybe like, what, four years ago? Everyone made such a big deal about it. How could he say I love you to both girls? He's going to break someone's heart, yada, yada, yada. It was such a huge deal. Like literally it was on those tabloid magazines. It was on the cover of those tabloid magazines that he said, I love you to two people and rah, rah, rah. So in my head, once I heard her say I love you, I was just like, well, the season's kind of ruined already unless we're getting another Ben Higgins situation which I was like, oh, I wonder what the backlash on that's going to be, if it's another Ben Higgins situation. But I think everybody loved the final three so much that they probably would have let it slide. Yeah. But I kind of felt like this season was a little bit ruined. But then all these twists and turns were happening in the preview. I was like, no, it's too obvious. Something's <laughs> going to go down. Something's happening. Something's happening. So- After that date, she says, I love you. Do you think they fucked in the fantasy suits?
1: I think they did things.
0: Yeah, they definitely did. I feel it. I feel it in my head.
1: If it was me, definitely.
0: And then even in the morning, the difference in pajama sets was enough to let me know she wasn't picking Ivan. I had the same pajama set that she wore when she was with Ivan. It's like this Target pajama set that I just wanted to like, you know, be cute, comfy in the house. (laughs) And that's what she wore with Ivan. And then with Zach, she's wearing like negligee. And like, it's all silk and satin, this like robe, looking like a proper woman. I'm like, if that's not telling. I don't know what is.
1: Um, I knew that Ivan was going home after seeing the bedroom situation that the trailer was versus the Bachelor edit with Zach and Tasha making sex noises. I said, well done. Well played.
0: When they were jumping on the bed, I'm like, did she even have fun with Ivan? Like, I really don't think she had fun with Ivan. And I don't know why that stupid clip is what I was, I was just like, oh, she's going to say adios to Ivan just because they were jumping on a bed together. Yeah. So Zach comes back once again to these men. And the thing is, if I'm remembering correctly, because sometimes I feel like my memory shit, 2020 is wild and all that. But I don't think that the men see each other after the fantasy dates usually after the fantasy dates they don't see each other anymore but this in this case they literally have to hang out because of quarantine (laughs) because i don't think i ever remembered this much tension when someone's coming back from fantasy suites because they want to tell each other that this girl is into me but i'm also not going to tell you anything because i want you to keep guessing about what the fuck we did kind of thing but yeah i think this is the first time i think i don't know Someone tweet, message me. I don't know, something. But when Zach came back from this date, one, he played it cool like a cucumber. I do respect that. You know I love it when a man can keep his mouth shut. Ivan looked
1: stressed. Someone has a crush on my cousin. He looked
0: devastated. He was like shaking his head. He kept touching his eyebrows and wiping fake sweat off of his forehead. He was stressed out. And then we have, finally, my future, the person I'm going to buy a house in Boston for, Brendan.
1: I'm going to buy a fixer-upper in Boston and have him do the contracting work. Yes, I am.
0: But he has to do it in the clothes that he models in.
1: Sweet, Brendan. I knew something was going to happen with him at the very beginning of the episode. Just by seeing commercials and like the previews, I knew something was going to happen.
0: Girl, and I told I'm, you, that was the back of that man's neck. I knew it. I know my
1: baby from anywhere. Once I saw the shirt, I was like, there we go. <laughs> and there he went. Yeah. So this is what really pissed me off. Ivan gets to like break a world record and make out with Tasha. Zach gets to rub his body all over her <laughs> and, and paint and just rock around and jump in beds and have the best time. And Brendan gets to go wedding band shopping. What the actual fuck?
0: It was actually so fucked up. I was very, very mad. Usually I'm just like, no one works harder than the bachelor producers. And I'm usually just hyping it up. But I genuinely didn't think it was right what they did to him. They harped on his fear and they put a magnifying glass on it. I mean, honestly, if he wasn't ready, it's good that we know now. But I just think that that was so fucked. They totally, they did that on purpose.
1: It was such a weird date. And then you're forced to like hang out with Neil Lane afterwards and make small talk with him. And also how much is his retainer? Like how much are they paying him? I need to know.
0: I don't know. But it's also literally The Bachelor is giving you so much press and all that shit. I mean, Neil Lane doesn't really need press now, but he's literally in every episode, like you're the go-to guy. So it's like... I, I don't really know. I feel like they're both benefiting. You know what I mean? Bachelor is one of the biggest shows in the world. No lie. Like Bachelor Nation is so fucking huge. So like Neil Lane's also getting the press, press, press.
1: I guess. I just like don't care. I don't want to see you right now. <laughs> I don't want to see it's like, you on you're a date right. with my baby you're Brendan.
0: Right. 100%. And it's like everyone got this alone time and it was literally them and Neil. And why would you give the the one person who kept saying, like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be ready at the end? You gave them the wedding band date, which the thing is, usually the men go by themselves to see Neil when it's the like final three or final two. That's when the guys go by themselves. They have to pick it out themselves for like what they think Tayshia will like. So they definitely did this on purpose. This was like, let's get Brendan out of here type of situation, which was, it's strange because the edit that they gave Brendan, he was a fan favorite. Everybody loved him. Like everybody, girls, gays, guys all loved him. So it was just very strange that they gave him such a great edit only to sabotage
1: him in the end. Yeah, because I really thought he was going to make it to final two. I knew Ivan, we just knew Ivan wasn't, period. So I definitely had him and Zach
0: in the final two. He's over here gasping for air with every word that Neil Lane says. He he loves his turtlenecks, but he did not love it that day. He was like stretching the neck so he can get some more air.
1: (laughs) My poor baby, he was
0: shaking. He was terrified.
1: That turtleneck was going, like it started off the season real high. And then we were starting to get to like mock neck territory and then some crew necks and then I was worried. I was, when when I kept lowering, I said, things are happening.
0: Exactly. That's exactly what it is. That was the indicator. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go on to, you know, their nighttime portion of the date. And Brendan looks the least dressed I've ever seen him in the entire show. I was like, oh, boy has his backpack. He's like ready to go home. He wants to make sure he's comfortable on the plane.
1: You he's know what I mean? Unraveling.
0: He was like, I want to make sure I'm comfortable on the plane. I'm going to wear my chillest clothes. That's how I knew. It still makes me sad, but I'm also like, okay, so he's mine.
1: <laughs> what did you think of his speech to Tayshia?
0: I'm proud of him for being very self-aware of like knowing he's not ready to, because it's like I said before, the bachelor and bachelorette is such a short amount of time and Tasha already had an even shorter amount of time. So it's like, even if he thought he might have been ready with like a couple more weeks, they didn't get that because they had Claire for the first couple of weeks. So even if he could have gotten there, it was already shortened. You know what I mean? Do I wish he did it before he got to the top three? Yeah, it's the same way I felt about Peter and Rachel. I'm just like, you can't make it to the final two and then say, you're definitely not proposing when that's all this woman has spoken about since she opened the goddamn door. The only reason why I'm more lenient about it with Brendan is the fact that they've both been married. They both say they only want to do it one more time. Wouldn't you want someone who's absolutely sure if that was the case? Yeah. Especially if you know how serious he is about marriage and all that. Um, The kicker, though, the kicker, was him kissing her hand and saying... God bless you. I love
1: car. My sweet little Goodwill hunting prototype. Like, I'm obsessed. I love him. Baby, I'll see you on the cape.
0: He said, God bless you. And I fell out of my chair. I just couldn't even. If someone told me God bless me after breaking up with me, if you don't get the fuck out of my
1: face. She honestly probably ate that shit right up. Oh, hell yeah. As we find out later. Yeah, as we find out later. Spoiler alert. I
0: can't. That that tripped me out. I felt robbed. I felt robbed of something. I don't even know what. But yeah. So he kisses her hand, says, God bless you. Even his profile face, when he looks back at her as he's getting in the car, I'm just like, why are you so goddamn beautiful?
1: What did you think of her reaction to him leaving? Because it was very confusing.
0: Yes. Now that we do know the ending, it was very, very confusing. Because when I was watching it, I was just like, oh, shit. She was going to pick Brendan. She kept saying, it's Brendan at the end. It was going to be Brendan at the end. It's so confusing because he's all I thought about every day. It was going to be Brendan. And then I'm thinking in my head, I'm just like, girl, whoever you choose is going to watch this. And hear you say it was going to be Brendan at the end.
1: Yeah. Like we're all watching.
0: We're all watching. And I'm just like, is this something that was prompted by the producers to like oh, keep talking about your feelings about him. And they just took sentences and stuff like that because that was very, it was very strange. So anyway, we keep going on. We think, okay, it's Ivan and Zach in the top two. But once they kept showing the door thing, I had tweeted it. I was like, that's Ben at the door. Imagine it was fucking Bennett though.
1: (laughs) She would have, like, she would have slammed it right in his face.
0: Can you fucking imagine? (laughs) (laughs) once we saw those tight 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 pants he has the tightest pants in the world I don't know once we saw those tight ass capri pants we knew Ben was back he's just so hot though he's just so tall and just
1: he's just like your classic like high school dreamboat popular kid like that's just the vibes he gives me I, I know his growing up life wasn't like that but when you see him you're like, oh my God, you're like an all-American boy, all smiles. You probably have like a golden retriever named Sandy.
0: Oh, I want a golden retriever. I love them. I think they're so funny. <laughs> I get on top of that. But I really do love them. Um, yeah, so here comes Ben. Knock, knock, knock in on Tasha's door. And she looks pissed. Did
1: she not look so angry when she opened that door? She did not want to deal with it. And she knew as soon as she saw him, because she's getting ready for the rose ceremony. She's like, I'm feeling very confident in these two Damn right, she was feeling confident because she knew the choice was easy all of a sudden. And then here comes Ben, waltzing in, ready to cause some chaos. How did you feel?
0: Um, it was nice to see him on our screens again, especially because Brendan left, which made me sad. And... Brendan was the last person in the top three that I am sexually attracted to. So after seeing Brendan leave, seeing Ben come back was nice eye candy for me. I think the Bachelor producers for that. His conversation with Tasha on the couch. She had a right to be mad, especially because it was so down to the wire. He came, what, like an hour before the rose ceremony? They let him in to knock on the door. Also, once again, that
1: dress, bangerang. What? Best dress of the season for me.
0: If you want to see an ex, that is a dress to fucking wear. Wow. So he comes in, exclaims his love for her over and over again, saying that he was dumb and he shouldn't have held back and he had all these feelings and he couldn't let her move on without him saying how he felt. And that's honestly when I was just like, okay maybe the I love you thing with Zach was this a ploy and Ben is actually going to win. That's when I was just like, oh my God, I just created this whole story in my head. I'm like, look at his Instagram. He literally says, I love you in every video that he's doing. Now his bio says, I love you a lot. Like all of those things, I'm like twisting a story in my head. I'm like, he's saying this to Tasha because they're apart. So now she can know that he loves her. And like, I just Literally made up serendipity movie rom com in my head. But she tells him that she needs a minute and that he can come to the Rose ceremony.
1: Which I was like, game over. Bye, Ivan.
0: 100%. Because we also still didn't see that clip of Ivan crying yet. And I knew it had to come. And so it did.
1: <laughs> oh, it did. And honestly, poor guy. I think the way this all went down was, once again, very sketchy, very shitty. All three guys are standing there for the rose ceremony. She says, "You guys, hey, I don't know if you saw Ben's back. Um, weird. I don't know. That's so random. Um, hey, Ivan, can we go talk? Same think she did with Riley. And he said, what? <laughs> he said, wait, what? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. His face? He said, no, dude,
0: cousin,
1: cuz, no, come on, don't send me home. The one thing I will say about Zach, like, you could tell
0: he's from New York, New Jersey, he looked ready to square up with Ben. Ben kept talking. He kept talking. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, you already know that they're pissed that you're back. Blend in. Blend in with the goddamn wall. Zach looked ready to punch Ben in the face. And then Ben, such a fucking liar. <laughs> He literally said, oh, she invited me to the rose ceremony as if she like called him while he was on his way home to rejoin the group as if he didn't invite himself back into the situation.
1: Honestly, I love not when it happens to me, but when I see people planting seeds of doubt, I said, damn, you're really going to let him, you're really going to let him fuck with you like that? You're letting him get into your head like
0: that? Come on. I 100% rock with Zach on that one. I would have been like, don't fucking touch me. It was the same thing when Bennett came. Zach was like,
1: dude, get your hand off me because I'm going to kill you. Yeah, he's so New York. He's so tri-state area.
0: <laughs> That's the one thing I can say. Like, I might not believe certain things that Zach does fully, but I never doubted how much he does like Tasha because he definitely made it known and you could see, like, the clicking of his neck anytime something didn't exactly go <laughs> where he thought it was going to go. Um, Tasha asks Ivan to go speak outside. He is so shook that she says that. But then I'm shook because the reasoning that she gives for sending this boy home did not air once throughout any of the episodes. Was this a conversation in the fantasy suite? Did this happen during the hometown? When did this religion conversation happen? I thought I blinked and missed it. But then I'm looking on Twitter and nobody knows what's going on. So at least I knew I wasn't crazy. Yeah. But that's literally the excuse she uses to break up with Ivan. And I just think it's wild that we're getting a final three breakup without actually knowing the background behind it. But once again, we know nothing about Tasha. So how would we even know that she's into religion?
1: Preach. Am I right?
0: Um I like I just I was like, what? What say what? And I was like, oh, when Brendan said God bless you, probably got her fucking panties wet. That's why she was so tight.
1: Yeah, I think there was something really sketchy about it because I saw online that they were saying how like Ivan's Instagram had gotten suspended, like right before
0: mm-hmm. the finale
1: episode. Weird things were happening with his social media. I don't know, something there's something not completely, they're not telling us the truth about. But it was
0: Ivan and somebody else. I don't know if it was Damar or Riley. It was Ivan and somebody else. Their Instagram just got completely taken away. I actually kind of, I know exactly which Instagram account I I found it on. Yeah, it was Riley. So Ivan and Riley. I don't know why. Like even Riley's like, so I woke up this morning and my Instagram was disabled. Not sure why. I think someone out here trying to kill our vibe, that Bachelor Nation. That's so strange. Why did that happen? I don't
1: know. Always trying to
0: keep a black man down, you know? (laughs)
1: I don't know, but she needed some excuse to like send Ivan home just because she's really been reiterating to viewers, the boys, Bachelor Nation, that she really does like Ivan. So it had to be some reason. She couldn't just say, I don't like you.
0: Yeah, I just wish it was a reason that we had saw too.
1: I just felt blindsided,
0: oh, yeah. you know, I felt completely blindsided. But Ivan gets in the car. Of course, he's not happy, but he's also salty AF. He's like, I'm the one who's meant to be there. I'm like, yes, in church, in the same pews with your family because you're related. But basically, he's saying he's, she's not going to last with any of the guys that are left,
1: which it just leaves uh, good old Zach and Ben. Final two, two roses, two boys. What a cop-out. What like, an easy way to win.
0: What a cop-out. You are right. It's Because it's it's also very reminiscent of the Bennett situation. That's why I honestly thought it was like a ploy. Ben ends up putting the whole thing because she did the same thing with the Bennett situation. So I didn't think it was going to happen again, where she basically brought Ben back for no reason. When she's breaking it off of Ben, she's like, oh, I wish we had more time. You knew you had like, what, 20 hours. You missed out on your chance of fucking Ben in the fantasy suite, which I'll never forgive her for because I needed to live vicariously through that. Like, you knew time was short, and you kept him around anyway. And once again, I'm just like, how many fingers in the pie did the producer have with this decision? Because it was literally the exact same thing. She basically brought him back for no reason.
1: She brought him back for no reason, and then there was such a bad edit, which I'm like, all your job to do is just make us viewers believe that this whole show isn't orchestrated. And they fucked up after um, bring her family in. And she had both dates with Zach and Ben meeting her parents. And then she gets a knock on her door and she's like, God damn it, I'm going to fucking kill somebody who's knocking this time. And it's her dad. And she's wearing this like blue jean, little cute mini dress. And then that's the exact same outfit she wears to meet Ben. And I said, well, now I fucking know after that conversation she had with her dad, that Ben is definitely going home.
0: Yeah. I don't know if they did it on purpose or if it was just shitty. Because I was just like, maybe they just knew they can't show, they can't have 45 minutes left and then her break up with Ben. Because then everyone's going to tune out. You know what I mean? So I think they showed it in reverse. Maybe on purpose. I don't freaking know.
1: Because then I'm wondering, is that why she was acting so weird on her final date with Zach? when they're doing fucking ballroom dancing. I said, enough with the wedding theme dates. We get it.
0: They literally made it seem like she was freaking out with her decision, like who's she going to choose, who she's going to choose. But she had already chosen Zach.
1: And that's why That she's is freaking so out. fucked.
0: She was freaking out because she already knew who she was going to choose.
1: Well, no, because then she starts, which then pissed me off even more because then she starts second guessing herself and she's like, she can't decide if she wants to even get married again. And I'm like, okay, well, do you want to go get Brendan? I think he's still at the airport. He's at Aunt Annie's. Once she said that, I
0: was like, you better go get Brendan and stop wasting my goddamn time if you don't want to get
1: married. It didn't make no sense. That's when the show lost me.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I I cut out early.
1: Yeah, I was fully invested. I had an open heart, open mind, like all the Bachelorette women say when they're trying to pick somebody going into this show. And the finale episode pissed me off in so many ways. I couldn't believe it.
0: I think it's also because I could understand liking Zach. It's a very shallow reason why I was never really into Zach. Physically-wise, He's just not usually what I would go for. I always have to remind myself this show is not about me. You can see their chemistry from miles away. Like, I get it. I understand all of that. And it wasn't until they were doing the proposal and she was so excited, like, genuinely excited. You know how sometimes she just says, like, oh, my God, just to say, oh, my God, in a high-pitched voice? She actually seemed genuinely excited. She was tearing up already. And that's when I was just like, okay, Mika, stop being such a selfish bitch. Like, she's so happy. What is wrong with you? I'm like, is this why I'm never going to find love because I'm a fucking psychopath? I'm just like, listen, I don't get it. <laughs> but they're literally so obsessed with each other. I think this is probably my favorite proposal exchanging of words thing. Yeah. I think he spoke very well. I think it was beautiful and very eloquent where some of them, you know, they seem to like jumble words and take different phrases from each season and just put it together in their vows. I actually think this was very genuine and gorgeous.
1: Yeah, I honestly knew Zach was going to win after the hometown dates with her family because... You could just see the difference in behaviors between Ben and between Zach, how they were interacting with the family. And Zach's was very much like, I'm learning, I'm listening, but know that I'm going to be here for your daughter. You set your expectations so high and I am excited to meet those expectations. And I said, this guy's saying all the right things. The dad was feeling everything. I said, he's winning. That's it.
0: That is the other reason why I thought it was a ploy. Because there have been so many seasons where they make it seem like the person who did so well on the family date is going to win and then they lose. So I was just like, oh, Zach <laughs> is going home. <laughs> this show has made me second guess anything I ever think, ever.
1: Yeah. I felt like... I knew Ben was going to go home after the interactions with the family dates. And the dad said, um, I don't want you to work so hard for someone to be on the same page as you. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have to work so hard for that. And I went, see you later, Ben.
0: There's, There's been so many times where it's the person who the family didn't seem too wow about that still ends up winning. And I'm just like, oh shit, they just dug your grave, Zach. What? <laughs> It it just, this show just messes with you. It just messes with you completely. I should have just stuck with my gut. Because once they said, I love you, I was just like, so you just, I'm I'm supposed to watch more when I already know who wins. But then the dun-dun-dun, Ben, dun-dun-dun, family, I was just like, okay, they just want me to second guess any decision I've ever made in my life, but they're just starting off with The Bachelor.
1: Yeah. Also, post-engagement interview freaked me the fuck out. And that's why I tweeted what I did. Where they're (laughs) oh, did you not watch? I went to go take a shower. Oh girl, <laughs> they are just like happy and giddy, and they're all over each other, and they're just like, "Woo, haha!" It was. It, you actually have to watch it. It's so cringy. Oh, I know
0: exactly what you're talking about. They do it all the time.
1: Oh my god, is that a thing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh mm-hmm. fuck no, please no. But you know what's also? I'm a the thing? gas. He's the brakes.
0: Yeah, they me. do the, They do those after interviews every single season. No. I did think the, the cab thing was cute. My mom thought it was cheap. She was not happy.
1: You, your mom and I agree.
0: <laughs> I, she was like, that is so cheap and tacky. She was so livid. I was cracking up. But they didn't have an after the final rose, which I just think is not fair and actually kind of ridiculous. They're like, oh, with the holidays and like safety, I'm just like, you could have done it via Zoom. Exactly. That's exactly how we did greatest of all time, which nobody asked for. You did greatest of all time episodes of The Bachelor to fill up the space that is usually filled with The Bachelor. So why couldn't you just do a Zoom with Taysha and Zach, who are obviously together at this moment?
1: Yeah, I've watched so many reunion shows, and they do Zoom ones. Yeah, like all I the did, Real Housewives ones, like where Andy can't travel to, are done on Zoom.
0: Yeah, and I just thought it was an absolute cop out and just like bullshit.
1: And we don't get like to Chris hear from the guys. about it.
0: Yeah, like Chris tweeted about it and like he said exactly what I said. And I was just like, that's such a cop out. Like, I don't understand why we're not getting it after the final rose. I just didn't think it was right. They cheated Tayshia from Soap for so many things. I'm just like, now she can't even get a final interview. Are you kidding me? Fake. Fake. Fake news.
1: Fake a season of The Bachelorette.
0: No, I actually think they're really cute. <laughs> I can't believe I'm even saying that after all the crap I'm talking about. Because it's for stupid reasons why I didn't want to fix that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but we're shallow. We're yeah,
0: shallow, whatever. But they're absolutely in love with each other. And I do. I
1: think she, she, she made such, the best choice.
0: She definitely made the best choice. But that's also what me and my roommate always say about the bachelorettes. Anytime are ever, just like, why didn't she pick the other guy? Later on. The other guy usually makes a fool out of himself. And we're just like, oh, the bachelorette was right, as always. (laughs) So once again, I don't break tradition. And look what happens. (laughs) She picked the best person for her. So
1: Yeah, she, you know what? And I guess at the end of the day, like, I knew that they were going to be together. They do look very happy. They look like it was always kind of supposed to be them in the end. But I'll tell you what. At the finale, I said, I'm never watching The Bachelorette again. But then I saw the full trailer for The Bachelor season. And I said, okay, fine. Fine. Because you know why? Girls are catty and I'm ready to see some drama.
0: Also, Matt is so hot. There's no way I'm not watching that season. When I saw him crying, I don't know why. My first instinct was to laugh. <laughs> Same. And it just felt so terrible. But I was just like, that just means it's going to be an amazing and great, fulfilling season. They're actually going to have real dates. I feel like you're going to get more of what The Bachelor really is with the season. I mean, with Claire, it was trash. I actually felt bad that it was like your first full season that you were seeing from top to bottom (laughs) when it was Claire. But then Tayshia came in and, you know, actually made the season worth it. But I feel like you're you're gonna not you're not gonna get the full experience because of course they can't travel and stuff. But it looks like match season's gonna be French oh, yeah. kiss. I'm
1: excited. Uh, the only thing I will note that I saw was that he picked out a heart shaped engagement ring. <sighs> no, <laughs> that was such a genuine reaction. I could be mistaken, but I am about ninety seven percent positive that he's standing there at the end. And when he opens the ring box, it looks like a heart-shaped ring. Please, somebody confirmed and I, send us an email to talk this nice at gmail.com.
0: I hope you're wrong. I'm actually livid. And I hope whoever he <laughs> proposes to says no, if it's a heart-shaped ring. That's heinous.
1: Do not get me a heart-shaped ring. Are you kidding me? Do not do that.
0: That's disgusting. I'm actually disgusted. I wish we didn't end it on that note, but... <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back on Sunday with Talk That Talk segment, which we'll be discussing what's your number and other unspoken myths and risque hookups. It is a fun one. Add us on Instagram at Talk to us nice Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at Talk to us Nice. Check out our website at TalkToUsNice.com and tune in again. See ya. Bye guys.